Welcome to Founders Without Spin with Joby Ingram Dodd. Hello and welcome to Founders Without Spin. My name's Joby, I'm your host, and I'm super excited to have Samir here from Swag Easy. How are you doing today? Good, great. Thanks for having me. Uh, no worries. I thought the best way to start was if you can give us an overview or a, the elevator pitch, if you like, of what Swag Easy is and what it does, just in a brief summary. Sure. So Swag Easy, we are building an engagement automation platform focused on leveraging the power of company swag, right? So there's a lot of digital clutter today and there are marketing automation solutions that exist with digital initiatives like emails, notifications, SMSs, we want to replicate the same with the power of company swag for companies to stand out with their employees, customers, prospects, or partners. Okay, so we're talking, so there's the uh, famous Facebook hoodie, which which Facebook employees, all the, the urban myth at least, is that all the Facebook employees wear the Facebook hoodie and that's all they wear. You're kind of working on that, principle and providing physical things for company employees of all companies to promote their subtly promote their company by physical cups and clothing and so not just with employees let's just say prospects so today we are seeing an unprecedented time of people working from home not by choice a lot of time and how do we humanize the virtual experience so our platform allows you let's just say in a sales force you enter a lead and on different journey points, touch points of that lead turning into a customer for you, conversion, you would want to send, so let's just say maybe a, a venture capitalist fund is one of our clients here. So when they invest in a company, they want them to receive their VC swag. So let's just say the VC name is Sequoia and Sequoia is in conversation with, let's just say a company called ABC Technologies to invest in them. So it's a journey from the first conversation to due diligence to then multiple meetings and then finally Sequoia giving them a check. But the moment it enters Sequoia portfolio, so all this journey, Sequoia wants to maybe send some digital initiatives like SMS, email, but at the same time, maybe some Sequoia swag, something to associate with a brand with a touch and feel. So employees definitely is one. And we've all seen Facebook, right? Like Facebook employees wear that with pride. Uh, the employees also, right now, how, how things happen in the actual world, there is no automation. So everybody when joins a company, there is an onboarding system. There are HRMS systems wherein they get onboarded. Uh, a laptop gets shipped to them. Along with that, why can't we also ship a swag kit? Right? And on their first day, why can't they be wearing that hoodie? Even if they are at home. And then let's just say a company uh, employee turns one into the company or our employees promoted. All of that is getting recorded somewhere. We are building an interface to do an API integration with those systems and automatically trigger company swag physically going to them. And I suppose it becomes, there is then the option for people who don't work for, for wherever. It becomes then a, a, a product that you could sell as a company. And NYPD is a good example. They're, uh, they make a, a good revenue stream from selling NYPD t-shirts, NYPD, because it's a brand that people want to be associated with. Exactly. Exactly. So with us, they can also have their custom swag store. So let's just say uh, the first day somebody joins Stanford, he goes to the Stanford store and buys a hoodie. A lot of people goes to Stanford for just visiting. They don't even study there, but they buy that hoodie too. So if you have a fan base that you can leverage, like NYPD, you've said. So in that swag store, that swag store will have items curated by you. 
so our team will help curate the catalog for you it will have npypd the way you want it the collection you want it on and then you can open it up for sale as well because at the back end we are basically building that technical and supply chain infrastructure on top of which we are building automation solutions beat for employees beat for customers beat for fan bases to leverage and monetize okay really cool and do you are you in the whole supply chain do you do the manufacturing and all of that yourself or is that kind of outsourced and so we have a managed marketplace we onboard vendors and brands onto the platform and we have a very sort of due diligence process before we do that because we definitely and uh, very firmly believe that swag works only if it's high quality yeah. so we ensure that the quality and all those things are been taken care of so our clients when they order from us they can order a adidas hoodie they can order a nike hoodie but they can also order a high quality indian manufactured hoodie or a manufactured hoodie in bangladesh so we are covering different price points like ensuring that in each category we have certain local manufacturers we have certain apac based manufacturers but also brands so you will see black ice breaker jackets right which is very popular in us but at the same time you're nice cool so how did you how have you come what's your journey how did you get to providing swag for people yeah so i think personally tackling my own problem so i was as i spent six and a half years in corporate prior to this startup and three years from that was with uber and i was a early uber india team member wherein we launched and scaled multiple cities back then when uber was a startup i'm talking early 2015 specifically in india they were relatively new they launched in 2014 and i was launching cities and i was scaling cities and i realized soon enough that uber swag was giving me a lot of benefits but the challenge was to put the swag project together right if there is a new joiny who's coming in nobody wants to give me one kit they want me to order again 10 kits 20 kits 50 kits then if in one kit i want a t-shirt or drinkware a notebook a pen multiple things i have to talk to multiple vendors and then if one vendor delays the entire project gets off the timeline so it was a huge pain and at the same time when people used to get swag they were wearing it with pride and all in the office beat our support centers everybody was wearing uber t-shirts with pride so i realized that okay this problem needs to be addressed and after moving out from uber i spent some time in another unicorn startup in india leading their supply growth vertical in uber also in my last stint i was leading supply growth for india uh, so yeah i realized that i think let's take a jab at solving this problem uh, we started in stealth mode in september last year and fully launched our mvp march this year it took us some time to figure things out and also supply chain as well as technology and since march we've been able to onboard 15 enterprises have generated already around $90000 in gross revenue profitable revenue and yeah the, the traction seems good uh, the demand is there and we're just trying to cope up with the growth now yeah and have you had some impacts from the covid uh, pandemic i'm sure your supply chains have been affected in some way yeah so i think it's a double edged sword covid for us largely positive there's nothing positive out of this situation but if you have to look for positives in a dire situation what i would say when the lockdown happens the entire supply chain gets disrupted and we were like we were in lockdown since march to to today there was seven weeks of lockdown in india and those seven weeks we were completely shut we couldn't do much we had orders we were not able to fulfill them right but largely if you see since since the first wave hit us in march last year 
and even before that this humanizing the personal like personalizing or humanizing this virtual experience has become very important i think employee engagement customer engagement was always at the front and center but i think now it has become a much more important thing to drive because now for example earlier saas companies who were selling like million dollar solutions were able to take their prospects to play golf or a dinner right now how do they stand out so will a message on a email stand out or a handwritten note so i think the answer stays there simply but how do we do that at scale and that's where swagigi comes in so i think yes at an overall level we are seeing unprecedented level of interest from founders ceos hr heads employee experience heads that we want to do something every month to be able to ensure that we all are a part of a tribe so where do you think your kind of entrepreneurial drive comes from like even though you worked for uber which was which is massive now but was a startup at the time and your other experience was it with it was in a starting up company what it seems like your career is has been defined in some way by going out there and creating and 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 building new markets even if it's with a more established company but still the same idea um where do you think that kind of comes from definitely i think is the experiences uh, that i have had in the corporate for 6 6 and a half years even while working at companies i always had that entrepreneurial spirit so at uber i was launching and scaling cities we had complete control of our markets we had to figure out how do we grow demand how do we grow supply and that whole exercise led me to believe that this is what excites me the most creating something scaling something is what excites me the most and hence after spending some time at uber when obviously it became a massive company and from there on moved to oyo it was also a unicorn and oyo was not a startup when i joined in so i realized that i think what excites me more than setting processes or possibly incrementally growing is creating things from 0 to 1 and then taking that from 1 to 10 and 10 to 100 so i think yeah that's where it comes from this excites me the most Yeah yeah and that, is that like were your parents uh, entrepreneurial or is it just something that you're unique in the family No no so my father is also very entrepreneurial I lost my father in 2015 but he had his own business he was also a part of corporate for a very long time for a couple of decades and post that he started off pretty late and he said that I have to you know ward off my responsibilities first and then I'll start on my own but he always encouraged me to go in as early as possible out of college also when i said that how about i start like i mba right now or maybe right into the business she said go into the business although i ended up doing an mba and post that also at every step of my journey he said that go for companies that gives you learning not anything else because my sense is you should start something of your own so he always encouraged me Yeah that's great and with swag easy have you have you been have you got funding or is this kind of bootstrap so far bootstrap uh, we've started to get a lot of inbound interest now and i think also so this used to be a meeting room which is which looks like a warehouse now so i think now we are getting and hitting that situation wherein we are out of space and being bootstrap the good thing about this business is it works on a negative working capital that works in our favor but i think yes we have started to uh, figure things out and thinking of raising uh, angel investment in the next couple of months we have started to get interest from early stage vcs as well as angel investors the validation and the good thing for us is some of our early customers wants to invest yeah so, uh, that gives us confidence yeah great yeah yeah and is the i'm not really familiar with the indian vc environment but is or angel environment is it thriving is there are there firms out there that are 
they're investing and it's thriving like crazy yeah yeah i think all late stage vcs have become early stage vcs as well the entire proposition around this market is that cash them early cash them at the stage wherein you can have a larger stake in the company at possibly a lesser value so i think we've got a lot of great like antler launched a india program the same way sequoia launched a early stage accelerator by the name of surge uh, we have a lot of other vcs who are now thinking on getting into accelerator space uh, for the indian market but outside of that even angel investment the syndicates have become really strong uh, and there's a, there's a sort of uber mafia also coming into being as since ipo a lot of ex uber employees have gone on and started to build their own companies so yeah so a lot of them uh, who have done done it successfully already have turned angels for the other people but yeah so i think both angel investment early stage accelerators and vcs the scene is getting much stronger yeah okay that's great to hear so what's the grand vision where where's the 5 years or 10 years or what where's swag easy going Yeah so I think we just want to be synonymous with a, a marketing automation platform but focused fully on companies so if you want to stand out and not send an email but a handwritten we have we want to be synonymous with that platform we are building a technical and a supply chain infrastructure on top of which you can automate swag for your employees customers prospects build swag stores that you can monetize through your fan bases through your loyal customer bases or even alumni right So I think that's the larger vision that we have, and we also want to. So we since March we have already shipped to five countries outside of India. Like we've shipped to London, we've shipped to US, we've shipped to Israel, Australia, and Singapore. So I think we want to be a global company from the word go. Uh, so we've already shipping there, but soon enough we would want to have our presence as well, so that we cover as big the market as we can. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So you, the expansion would be to have local warehouses or local uh, shipping distribution in Europe and the US and and wherever. Yeah. Okay. Really cool. What are you? So you said you're looking to do a raise. Do you have an idea of how much you're looking to raise at this stage? Or so I think we are very open to that. But the idea is possibly we are looking at anywhere around three to three hundred fifty thousand dollars, right? To start off as a pre-seed stage i think that would give us a, a strong boost in moving on to our next stage and possibly growing our revenue at least 10x so i think that is where we are looking at we want to go for options wherein we don't have to uh, get into complications of valuations but yeah a safe note possibly is what we prefer wherein we put in a cap which works both for the investor as well as us and primarily uh, capital is uh, readily available but we are looking to have some investors on board who can guide us through this journey who can also become our mentors and uh, vcs who have a very strong startup ecosystem connect across india right yeah. because of the 15 enterprises we have so far you can say almost 10 of them are startups or startups turned into unicorns right. so that is the market audience which is our ideal customer profile so we would also help want them to help us access them absolutely yeah i suppose uh, yeah connected vc is is ideal for your client base yeah okay is there is it competitive this market have you got uh, many people are you pretty unique in what you're doing so there are different segments of the market people are catering to different segments out there so we have certain technology led self service solutions available but which are largely into printing which is if you want something custom on a notepad or a stationery or a visiting card those solutions do exist 
Yeah. But and there are a lot of offline players who exist who are there to help you. Like what I used to do in Uber, talking to ten vendors, then talking to a packaging vendor, a logistics vendor. But there is no company in India who is going with the tech-first approach and streamlining the entire supply chain so that one guy just have to get to one platform and do it all. Our platform allows them to create, automate, and distribute swag globally. Right. So that uh, is missing in India. I I would say that there are players who are doing it for the Western markets. I believe Sendoso is one such platform who has a similar vision, and they're doing really well for themselves. Yeah. Uh, but I think in India we have the first mover advantage. When we talk to our customers, uh, they don't. So generally, when the lead comes in, our conversions are really high, and then the repeat orders are also very high. So I think that tells us that this sort of solution we are first in uh, in the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And is it just you, or, or have you got some co-founders? That... I have been very fortunate. So I have Snee as my co-founder. Uh, he's also ex-Uber. When I was leading supply growth at Uber, he was the product guy. So he handles all product and tech for us. At the same time, we also are looping in a third person now, who will most likely be joining us as CTO uh, in October. Okay. And and who's writing all the code? Is it are you the two co-founders or have you got other people? Snee does that. Yeah. So Snee does that as an overarching team. We also have a front-end developer in our team, and the guy who I'm talking about, who's joining as a CTO, he's been working behind the scenes so far. He had certain financial limitations. For that, I think he took some time wherein he was managing both the jobs. Like ours was a full-time job. Along with that, he was managing one more. He's our back-end lead developer. So he's joining us full time uh, in October. Okay, great. And, and what have you found that experience? Some, sometimes when you're uh, building a business, it's there's some the biggest challenge often is hiring good people, and part of that is is finding good co-founders. And obviously, having someone you work with uh, closely at Uber is a big advantage because you already know that you work well together. And but have you have you found any kind of techniques or ways to to ensure that that as you grow your team they're coming in and they're fitting the culture and they're and they're doing they're good hires That's a very valid question and i think this is something that i am thinking a lot about as we are now getting into that expansion phase where we need to make few hires i think what gives us an advantage is that we've worked for six six and a half years in the corporate segment and have been fortunate enough to work with great minds and in the process have developed great friendships so i think my first uh, few key hires will obviously be from the that close circle but i think outside of that what you have said is very important that we have to set few things in place so that when the new joiny comes in he feels welcome but also fits culturally so i think skill set is, is important but more important is the sense of ownership and do you believe in the vision of the company and are you actually a good fit for the culture so uh, this is something we are thinking a lot about Uh, we are because we just right there where we are trying to you know now hire people. Yeah, yeah. At least you can be sure that you'll be able to give them good swag, right, when they come on board. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. So, so you see the co-founder journey, right? So me and Snee worked at Uber together. Now our CTO and Snee worked in one of their previous companies together and have been great friends since then. So yeah, I think with co-founders, what we did, we would want to at least extend that to our first few uh, leadership and key hires. so that from there on people will also bring in their network everybody has worked with multiple people they respect both intellectually but also share a personal relation yeah yeah definitely definitely okay so we're coming um towards the end of our time but i'm at the end of all uh, these podcasts i'm i'm asking everyone for three recommendations the, the first is a podcast uh, and a book 
and a TV show. So can you recommend one of each of those? And it doesn't have to be business related necessarily or something that's inspired you or motivated you or, or just is entertaining. I love podcasts. So I can give you multiple recommendations there. Uh, but I think 20-minute VC is something I love, right? Uh, then at the same time, there is one Indian Silicon Valley podcast. Do check that out. It's contextualized to India and it's a great podcast. Coming on to the book, right now I'm in love with Atomic Habits. Uh, I'm myself going through the second read now. I think that book seems always more amazing as and when you read it again. But outside that, zero to one is also something that I really appreciate. In terms of shows, don't see a lot of startup shows. So nothing in the startup ecosystem there from the show standpoint. Uh, evergreen Friends is what I go to when, when I need something to lighten off my mood. But I think then there is this atypical is what I would say. Do check that out if you haven't seen it now. Atypical. Atypical. It's on Netflix. It's amazing. But yeah. I had a, I spoke to another Indian founder actually the other day and he recommended Scam 1992. You, oh, that's great. That's a movie, actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's amazing. Yeah, okay. But it's a, actually, it's a series only. It's a series only. No, it's not a movie. It's a series. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, amazing. That's really great. So how do we, if anyone wants to reach out to you or follow your journey, and what's the best way to follow you? I think the best way to do that is LinkedIn. Samir Wahi, S-A-M-W-E-R-W-A-H-I-E. I'm also there, not very active on link, uh, Twitter so far, but I want to, I try to get more active as we move forward, uh, wherein my handle is at the rate Wahi Samir, W-A-H-I-E-S-A-M-E-R. But yeah, LinkedIn is where you will find me most of the time. Okay, cool. And the uh, website for SwagEasy is uh, swageasy.com? Yes, it's just a Z, not a S. So it's swageasy.com yes. uh, with a Z at the end. Yeah, S-W-A-G-E-A-Z-Y.com. Yes, perfect. Perfect. Okay, cool. I'll make sure all of those uh, are linked up in the show notes as well for the podcast so uh, people can get hold of you there. But thank you so much for your time today. And thanks for having me. I think I had a great time talking to you. Mm-hmm.